Hello, this is Lisa Hazard with her all psychic. I have been working on the audio for this wonderful podcast for a couple days. I don't know if this happened to any of you other podcasters, but this is an Edgar's note. Windows did an update and uh, they made it so our laptops would be on a normal performance when we were plugged in. So yeah, I think that might be the reason the audio was so troublesome, but it's a uh, Otherwise, it could just be a phenomenon that should be explored. With further ado, here is Missy Lark and Jesse and the recorded podcast without uh, as much, uh, hopefully without as much of an issue as there was to begin with for you guys on your end. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lore with We Are All Psychic. And today we have a very special guest, like usual. They're all special. This is Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, would you like to say hello? Hello. How's it going, guys? Hope you're good. I'm sure they're good. They're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, we have a question for you. Do you think we are all psychic? Yeah, I think that every human is like a diamond in the sense that diamonds are multifaceted. So we each have, you know, a certain sides to our personality, certain skills we develop that are more than other people. Maybe there's some sides of our, you know, skills we have that have dust, like diamonds, you know, one side of the diamond might have a little dust or dirt on it. And I think psychic ability is kind of like that. I think some people are born, you know, with past life, past life's um, experience or whatever you have, whatever you have, you might have, that yes. when born into a certain culture or family where they come into life and it's easier for them to access this, right? Different cultures. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you're born with, with a mom or a dad who's, you know, into some spiritual practice, it's going to be a lot easier than if you're just from a super conservative family in Bulgaria or something, right? That's just like, right. Right. that's just kind of like, so, but I think, yeah, I think it's like the pineal gland and, and the ability to be psychic to, to, you know, it starts with meditation in my opinion, but some people, just have it naturally. You know, some people are just, are just naturals, but I think everyone can develop this ability. So do I, I totally agree with that. That's why I'm they just got to work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got to work yeah. for it. So listeners, Jesse, yeah, I, I met Jesse on Instagram. I followed his account and I thought all his information was freaking amazing. So I chased him down and asked him to be on the podcast. And he said, yes. So I'm very excited about it. Jesse, would you like to tell the listeners what kind of like, kind of what's what happened what where where did you get how did you get into all this were your parents interested in this or is this something you discovered on your own like your your well um yeah it was not (laughs) i was like you know i grew up on the west coast of the u.s i live in romania now i'm french american that's enough countries and places for you (laughs) but basically you know i was really a young kid that loved sports i loved NBA. I wanted to be a basketball player. I was really athletic, um, or pretty athletic, not enough to make the NBA. But you know, high school, high school, and, and kind of my my college days. I was really not. I don't want to ever say I was ever typical because I'm not typical. But I like to party. I like to to get drunk and and go mm-hmm. out. And it was it, yeah. It wasn't that I wasn't spiritual. Like you know, if maybe I'd meet my friend's mom who who knew a thing about astrology and like talk to her for a few hours but not really know like why I was interested in that and I had some lif- difficult life experiences I kind of went a little bit too hard if you guys know about astrology I have a lot of that uh Jupiterian energy which when it's taken too much you can think of it as overly expansive <laughs> and that's how I was with uh 
with parties and now I've kind of channeled that into, you know, more, more healthy stuff. But basically I got into benzodiazepines, a bunch of kind of bad stuff happened. I had always very sensitive kid. You know, my mom was into shamanism, so she was actually spiritual. My dad, not so much. So I always had her as someone that kind of like would plant little seeds or tell me about stuff. But I was never like, I was too in love. I was too conditioned, you know, with, with the programming of society, not to get too, um, too like that. But I I was, you know, I, I I knew that going that direction wasn't cool. It it wasn't going to be good for girls or good for popularity or whatever the stuff I cared about. So yeah, it took me some really life difficult experiences I did go to rehab for Xanax, benzodiazepines. I got into that for a few years where I was taking it every day and I was addicted. And basically I had this whole spiritual, I guess you could say like awakening of sorts when I got out of rehab and moved to Boulder, Colorado. I went to a school called Naropa. That's kind of a weird school. I mean, I wouldn't say it's for everyone, but it definitely has a place. Look, At least it, it had a, a usage. Naropa? Naropa. Naropa. Naropa University. It's yeah, N A R O P A. So it's like a, it's like fu- founded by a, a Tibetan monk. And there's oh, a lot wow. of controversy around it. It's, That's cool. It, yeah, it looks. It sounds. It sounds amazing on the outside. It, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, in my books, I have a, a book. I was telling you guys, um, Pisces Live Nine Lives. It's not done yet. It'll be done later this year. I'm still in school. But I was talking about like I wrote a whole chapter about this part of my life and completely deleted it because I was like, it's not fun. It's just like this is where I got spiritual. This is where I met Trey, my best friend and podcast host on Jesse and Trey podcast. I'm plugging like all my stuff right now. But anyways, so <laughs> I met tons of people. I had tons tons of, of amazing spiritual experiences. It was a, a school that really through the people I met and the experiences I had, it was what what was me at the time. And I kind of like found all these deep skills with astrology through through people I met there and uh, just kind of pursued something that I wouldn't have pursued in the past. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a, or I'm sure people listening at least have males in their lives who are kind of how I was described, you know, the typical masculine guy who goes out and parties and likes girls and likes sports and all that stuff. I was that and I completely transformed. I still love sports. I still love girls. I'm just not in that kind of way as before. Not, not, not that I was ever like too far in that direction, but like, you know, I have a girlfriend. You have, you have a but big interest right basically, now. Like very far away from that stuff in traditional culture. You know, those two things aren't usually, you don't think of the dude watching football and, you know, um, lighting sage when they get a touchdown, you know, <laughs> you know? or if they're no. badly, they're going to yeah. burn some Palo Santo so they can do better. You know, it's just, you know, it's just not, those things don't right. usually <laughs> go together. Yeah. And even yeah. with like, um, like addiction too, that you were just talking about, you know, me and Lisa have talked about this before, um, you know, a lot of us that are uh, sensitive, you know, uh, go through stuff like that because we don't know how to control ourselves. We don't know how to get these things out. You know, the problem. Uh, yeah, I wanted to suppress you know? a lot of stuff with yeah. uh, drinking. Yeah. Thing. I was like, you know, let's, yeah. like, let's get this out. And yeah. then when I get too drunk, it come raging out, but it'd be fun. You know, like I'd had it like it was like for me when I wasn't drinking, it was hard to deal with the energies and not knowing what to do with them and not knowing anybody to talk about it to. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was drinking, I would yeah. be okay with everything. And I felt like I was more in control of it. And it was also easier to work with because I was drunk, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're like more enjoyable. relaxed. Yeah. yeah. So, But, you know, it got to be a problem. So, yeah. Um, so do you think that when you were in rehab, yeah. did you go to like a traditional rehab where they, they would 
you know, yeah, very gods. traditional. Yeah. <laughs> is that what made you kind of want to go into spirituality a little bit? Because they do uh, rehabs, they will no like, a lot of Christianity sometimes. Um, the one I went to when I was 22 was just for a week. They told me, the guy told me, well, I, I didn't really have an addiction at the time, but they were treating me that way. And um, he yeah. said, well, you know, give God your your suffering. And um, we were like, well, I don't really believe in God, <laughs> you know. And he said, well, just give it to this chair. This chair can take your desire to drink anything. He's like, you can use that cup. Give that cup your desire to drink or whatever it is, you know. And that like kind of gave me like a different perspective. I was like, can I worship that cup? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> give stuff to you. Good. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's right. Mm, the precious cup. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, Dr. So Pepper. <laughs> How did that transition happen for you from like that kind of strict type of uh, traditional rehab into going to school at this really open-minded kind of like, where did that step go in for you? Like, where did, where did you want, to, what made you want to do that? Um, I think I, I kind of just stuck to myself. I mean, I had friends cause I went from rehab to sober living in, in Southern California for a year. And I just, I had friends, but I was into meditation. I just took my, my interest in meditation to a new level. I spent, you know, I, I hung out with friends, don't get me wrong, but you know, I really spent a lot of time alone as much as I could. Cause I saw, I, to be honest, I, I saw a lot of people I was with. And I was like, I'm not going to be like, you know, a lot of these people will probably relapse. It's just statistics. And, you know, a lot of them will go into like business or go into like something. That, they're just not, none of them are headed in the direction I'm headed. So, you know, I had friends, but I stuck to myself. And I think I started reading some books, some more like spiritual books, maybe like I had a really good counselor too. My counselor was awesome that I had when I was there. And he, you know, he, we, we talked, we, 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 we got through a lot of my, my psychological baggage. And then the way I found the school is actually through my, my mom. Cause I've always, I'm very intuitive and sometimes people will just tell me something and something clicks. Even if like, for example, the, the guest we just had our, on our podcast, that was from a conversation where Trey mentioned this lady's name and really briefly, like three months ago and just like came back to me. So it's the same thing with a school. My mom told me the name and just like one time and I remembered it when I was making my decision, what I want to do next for master's programs between a business school and this school came to mind. And then I was like, I know that's what I need. You know, it's like, like the business school, international business. I was like, that's kind of what I, my ego wants, mm -hmm. but this sort of whatever healing, even though it's a counseling degree, I'm not really headed towards being a counselor per se. Maybe I will, who knows? Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that was just more of what I needed. So I went towards that for once and it ended up being, a great call and the other stuff just kind of came came to me you're so That's lucky awesome. to be able to do that yeah I, very I very lucky to i totally relate to what you're saying about hearing something and just knowing like yeah just like a name yeah. or a place or something like that something just catches your attention and yeah. it's like hmm. and then if it catches my attention again like whoa i gotta like there's just like a different it's different than just hearing like 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 my husband's name, Mikey, the first time I heard his name, Mikey Hazard, when I was 22 or 23, I hadn't met him yet. We were going to his house for a party. And I was like, this name, I've never heard it before. But I just, I didn't say this to my friends who were taking me. I was just like, of course, it is a cool name. Hazard is his last name. It's like a cool last yeah. name. But I was just like, what is it about this name? I, you know, and as soon as I laid eyes on him, I was like, oh, that's what it is, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, like stuff like that has, has always happened to me too, but I've never really thought about it too much until you mentioned it. But that's been, that was something that was recurring, especially when I was younger. Things just like standing. You know, my theory on that. I'd love to hear your theory. I read in a book. Yeah, I read in some book. It was like past, it was some past life regression um, book of some sort. I forget which one. They're saying that like the souls before they incarnate that there's little like key words or key things that you'll see that will remind you of something important. So say even like the word Romania, Romania and Turkey were always countries like the names of them, like were just like they had some something in my, in my brain, some interest, some curiosity. And yeah, it sounds like that was the same thing with your husband. Like there, it was kind of pre-programmed into you to, when that name comes up to have something go off. You don't know what it yeah. is. It's like the, like a little energetic alarm that you can't really feel like you can kind of subtly feel it, right? It's a, it's a right. very subtle energy, but it's something. And it, it makes you think, huh, that was interesting. What's that? It's like someone yes. tickles you under the arm like, mm -hmm. like a millisecond. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in this case, it was my heart. But yeah, that's how it feels. It does feel yeah. like like there's like almost a tap on the shoulder, but or tap a tap on like inside your head or something like Hey, hey. Yeah. No. So um, I totally ag I, I, I agree with what he's saying, too. You know, as far as like, you know, me and Lisa kind of believe the same thing about um, how, you know, everything was pretty much, you know, we decided that we were going to come here and reincarnate and, you know, go the path that we're supposed to go on. Um, but it's so funny about with me and Lisa, like you were talking about your husband, Lisa, but you know, we did the same thing, you yeah. know, as far as our friendship, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I did it yeah. with you. Like I, uh, before I even met you probably a year before I met you, I was looking for like a, a psychic reader and I found you on Facebook mm -hmm. and I remember looking at your picture and I was like, I don't know. It was just like something was just like ding, 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 ding. And then mm -hmm. a year later, you know, mm -hmm. all this came together. So, you know, it kind of reminds me of the same thing. It's like we were meant to be, yeah, you know, friends. I, and the know? first time I gave you a reading, I, and Jesse, I mean, I, I do, I read tarot professionally too. But uh, I was giving her a reading at nice. the shop I just started working at. And I just like, I could, I had never read the cards better or easier or faster. It felt like, you know, it's just like, I knew like exactly what was like, you know, when does the four of pentacles reverse mean stealing, you know? And it's like, were you accused of stealing? Yeah, that's like, crazy. Yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it was like, we really connected. <laughs> and yeah. um, wow. so what happened yeah. to you after, like when you were at the school, you made some friends. So these were like probably different kinds of friends than you were used to having like kind of new types of personalities into your life. And um, like that, were you yeah, all? I mean, were you all like exploring? Most people were pretty spiritual. Or? Yeah. Kind like, of. I mean, like I was, like I said, like my my best friend Trey, like we're, you know, he was he. So speaking of meant to be, he was my roommate when I first arrived at school. Um, he just was a guy that was my roommate, and it was just like. <laughs> So that was like so my, you know, we I were know like right? best friends. <laughs> Meant to be. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, it was exactly, exactly. It's kind of like going back on what you guys were saying. I had I had some friends, but I was really like, you know, I was mostly hanging out with him. Like we hung out a shit ton. We were like, you know, brothers. And um, yeah, but like the, the, the other friends I had at school were all spiritual people. A lot of them were like not eating meat. Um, a lot of them were doing yoga. And stuff like that and, and int at least interested but in terms of astrology you know the way i started getting to astrology was i had a friend named gigi and gigi had a friend named danielle or who ended up being the girl who kind of like 
I started talking to her because she used to go to Naropa. And then through her, that, that was kind of like the first person I met who was like, I was like, whoa, she's really cool. And she's into astrology. It's like, you know, uh, until that point, I, I had not I had no experience in that. I was just like, that's cool. Maybe I could be like a male, not totally like that, but she just kind of like, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to her about astrology. And just, it, it kind of like enticed me to follow it more and more. And uh, yeah, that's kind of, I kind of became, became obsessed with astrology during those years. That's I'd be like so reading cool. like, 20 books at the same time it's going wild <laughs> yes 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 so that's me you, right now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how long have you been like actively studying astrology uh where you're reading books and writing about it not long with like a year or not long months? i mean five years maybe five years yeah like you seem to have five a lot years. of knowledge and wisdom about it just from the posts i saw on instagram um so like what yeah. do you think what what, where, what do you get out of astrology mainly what is like the big like, what do you feel like, like, you know, for me, tarot cards is they're really helpful for exploring why things happen and how I might change things that could happen that I don't want them to, you know, <laughs> or prevent, yes. you know, and help people. Help, yeah. Help, especially help others yeah. figure themselves out. So is that like, what, what is astrology for you? Is it a, like a tool for that? Or is it a personal exploration or? Oof, loaded question. Um, I think astro astrology is a lot. I mean, it's a way of looking at life. At life, uh, the Vedic astrologer said something along the lines of, "If you understand astrology, everything else becomes easier to understand because you can just, you know, for example, yeah. like it helps me so much, like understand the world around me, the people around me, and it I realize that like when I know someone's chart." Even if it's someone who I might not, okay, so imagine there's a person I don't like that much, right? For whatever reason, maybe they, they annoy me. And then I learn about their astrology. I see their chart once. Let's say it's a famous person or someone I just know. Suddenly I gain this like compassion, this empathy that wasn't there before because I understand, like, let's say they have like a Scorpio moon or something like that. Or um, I don't know, there's a million different combinations, but like, or a different op opposition of Pluto to their moon. Who knows? I suddenly gain compassion when I see them differently. I start to see them through the lens of astrology, which is very beautiful to, to, to be able to like understand someone on a deep level, probably better than they even understand themselves. It's crazy. But then right. of course, yeah. you know, how, how, yeah. how well do I understand myself? Who knows? I understand. You probably, you probably can understand, understand other people better. <laughs> yeah. It's like her understanding ourselves. Yeah. Like, I think that's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Isn't that the yeah. truth? Yeah. But that's really and cool. That's, yeah. You, it, it invites compassion into your perspective in that way. So it gives you like a kind of takes your edge off maybe your judgments of people and, and stuff like that and it gives you yeah. uh, it seems like uh, i have i had a really good a friend who was an astrologer we, I, we haven't talked in a while we had a falling out but he um mm. he was really good and he sent me books and tried to teach me and i couldn't really get it now i've studied every single type of divination that i could find but i couldn't get a grasp of astrology very well um, and just yeah. in the last year, I started working on it some more. And that's why your Instagram account really grabbed me because I was like, wow, these these are like the things I want to know that I don't know where to find it. You know, I, I don't know how to find these yeah. things or, or rationalize and reason them out. And um, you have a really great way of teaching that to people, like how to use the astrology, how Thank to you. understand themselves with it just just from your Instagram. So I can't imagine what this book is going to be like when you put it out. It's going to be fantastic, I imagine. So like uh, it's actually not it's, it's not an astro it's not an astrology book actually the memoir. there's like very little uh, yeah it starts it's like kind of like a memoir at the start and then it's like a map of like my mind slash the things that I find like I'll have an, a chapter about cats and I'll have a chapter about mm -hmm. the importance of intellectual curiosity then I'll have a chapter about 
whatever random well, thing like I think is important. It's like kind of like essay. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Not that for not that formal though. It's like right. It's not, like my writing style. It's like I'm not like trying to like blow people away by using huge English words. I speak you know three <laughs> languages. I don't I, I don't want to make my stuff only only legible for academics. So I try really hard to like write in a way that you know anyone even a high schooler or whatever could understand well. Right, right. Maybe middle school. Who knows? <laughs> so, okay, I have a couple questions. Um, you know, I I have always been interested in astrology, but like when somebody looks at a chart, like I'm looking at one right now, and of course, any I, I'm totally lost. Okay, and and I'm yeah. looking at these, and you've got you know your sun, your moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, you know, and they're in different places, like you know. Um, you know, Libra, Scorpio, or whatever. So, can you kind of give me like a short definition of what this means? What? Yeah. So it's basically yeah. it's a the the chart. You have the circular diagram in front of you. Yeah. Like that's the one you have. Yeah. Okay. So that's basically a photograph of the sky. So if it's your birth chart, at the sky at the moment you were born. Oh. And um, the circle. So the 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 circle, the top represents the top of the sky. It's actually in the opposite direction. So the the left part on the chart is actually the east, and it just represents where the planets were in the sky on the ellip- uh, ecliptic um, at the moment you're born, and where the planets were, the planetary points in astrology. Yeah, the moon is a, you know count, counts as a planetary point in astrology, and from that we you know thousands of years have developed meanings for the different configurations. Everyone's chart is is exactly unique, but each planet represents a function right so you can think of the planets are like the what so you have a mars function you have a venus function you have a moon function a sun function then the signs are like the the uh what's it called the glass in churches uh, i can't think of english words like the mosaic like stained glass of like the okay. filters right it's like the filter mosaic, of that yeah yeah here's a cat by the way oh let me see so, so that's like the oh, the why oh Aww. Hi. Oh, eyes. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Like the lesson, teaching the lesson. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The kitty's teaching the lesson. I'm sorry. That was was great interruption. (laughs) No, that gets her every time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So that's the, the signs kind of give give more color to it, right? If you have your Mars and Scorpio or Mars and Aries or whatever, Ascendant and Scorpio, it, it explains more detail. Um, then the houses is like where, you know, the houses represents the, the, the separation of the, you see how that your birth chart is separated into like 12 pizza slices, it looks like? Yes, Like 12 yes. little boxes. Mm-hmm. Those, are, those are houses. So that the, those represent different parts of the sky. So for example, if you were born like around the time of sunset, you might have your sun in the seventh house because that's where the sun is, right? It's it's sun, sunset represents the seventh house and that would make you have, each house represents like the where. So it's like each house has a different meaning. So if, if your sun's in the seventh house, seventh house has to do with relationships, um, oh. you know, love, like like harmony. Mine's so if you have your sun house. in the seventh house, uh, what? right, so 10th house is like career. That's like the midheaven. That's like means that the sun was like, at the apex of the sky when you were born, right? It was like okay, right yeah. above. So at 10th house, sons are really about their career, no matter what zodiac signs, they're here to really do something on a public stage and shine in that way. Um, so yeah, it's 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 complicated, but not it, it takes it takes time to just understand your own chart. 
and that of people around you, right? And to learn it. But it's really, you know, one book I I recommend for people learning astrology, I always recommend it, is The Inner Sky by Stephen Forrest. He just explains it in a very, very easy to understand way that really gets a job done. And okay. that's the first one I read and I highly, highly recommend that one. Okay, I have one more question. I'm looking at this chart too. Um, I'm trying to do my mom's chart. I'm looking at hers. And um, she's got like yeah. a lot of hers are uh, Libra, like one, two, three. Like five, she's got five that are in Libra. So if you have more um, that are a certain sign, what does that mean? Does that well, mean anything it, special? It really depends. So this is another, another thing is that I forgot to mention is aspects, right? So yeah, aspects are another thing that's, yeah, I can't understand yeah aspects that. are so important. So that's like the important geometric or angular relationships between two planets or even more, but mostly that's talk too. So if you have an outer planet, right, anything from Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, even Chiron, you could count in there, Jupiter kind of, um, any of those in either like a 90 degree angle or 180 degree angle or even a zero degree conjunction, it doesn't have to be exactly that, but something in a close proximity to a, 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 a huge angle, that adds more dimension, more, it adds, it brings more to the table. So that's what, the thing I said, like, you can have, two people can have the exact same charts with like, let's say sun, moon and rising, but if one of the persons has Pluto, 180 degrees away from their moon and Saturn 90 degrees away from their sun, it's going to be way more difficult for that person. So that's just one thing. That's aspects. It's kind of the last, the last thing you have to really get, understand cool. after okay. houses. But with the Libra thing, so it depends what planets you're dealing with. Because if they're, if they're inner planets, like, um, you know, ascendant, sun, moon, or inner points, Mercury, Venus, Mars, if like, it's a lot of those ones that are in Libra, that's a lot different than if it's outer planets which are like more generational they move a lot slower so they stay in science for a long time like saturn jupiter uranus neptune pluto so um, if you know what planets they are in libra it makes a yeah a big my, difference. Husband, my husband has a ton in libra too he's got his moon his venus his, okay. uh, uh uh what's that one i don't know how to read it mars uh pluto i think i'm reading those correctly and uh is that chiron oh no wait uh, Uranus, Uranus, Uranus. I think those, he has like five in Libra and Uranus is like, yeah, I think they're all in Libra. Yeah, so my I'm, mind's got five too. <laughs> so I got Sun, Venus, yeah. Mars, uh, Uranus and Pluto. Yeah, so he's got a lot, a lot of uh, Libra for him. And he has a hard time making up his mind. Definitely that cliche, you know, Libra can't make a decision kind of thing. I mean, that's that's the one thing that's very yeah. right. Now, this is a friend who was an astrologer uh, that I talked about earlier. He had told me that his point of view on having a certain, like he told me like where your planets are or what the areas you came here to work on in this. Oh, yeah. that's how he that's explained cool. it to me. So he was yeah. saying, like, my husband's, because so, he has so much Libra in, in, in his chart, like that's, he's, he's mastered is how this friend put it. He's, He's already learned the lessons from the other parts of the chart, or at least he's not focusing on them in this life. And oh. that's how he explained it to me. In this life, he's focusing on this part to kind of master these and learn from these aspects. Is so that, he's mastering the yeah. Is that how you see it too, Jesse, or would you, would you explain it differently? Yeah, I'd say if you have a lot of plants in one sign, there's a huge... Uh, karmic or evolutionary impetus to master something related to that sign so if it's in libra you know maybe there's something in past lives um you know there's something he's, he really he's really meant to like master a lot related to relationships 
And maybe that's something, you know, I'm not going to, um, you know, take any guesses, but maybe in past lives, that's something that was, we, we can look at the South node, North node to, to, to know a lot about this, but maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, there's like a real impetus in this life to do, to really go into the Libra material, everything related to, to Libra and to master that energy. And when you have a lot of an energy, sometimes it's difficult because, you know, you've really, it's like, it's such a huge part of your life. It's like, yeah, this, this stuff with making decisions and, and, um, you know, not putting other people before yourself, stuff like that is really important. And, and having harmonious relationships that are not necessarily codependent where, where there's that right balance between like Aries and Libra energy in relationships that can be huge, huge, huge aspects. Well, okay. So I have one more question. Um, me and, uh, Lisa, our charts are, um, we've got, well, Lisa can probably explain it a little bit better. We do have but, some things in common that I found. Is yeah, that what you're about to talk yeah, about? Yeah, know, tell us about that. Well, we both have like, uh, I think both of us are Mercury and Taurus, which I found interesting because we're doing the podcast together. And to me, Mercury is like communication. And uh, and Taurus is like... Yeah, and, and the, way, the, way, the way you think too. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's great. I didn't think about it that way. Uh, Now I do. (laughs) And then uh, we both have uh, Pisces and Mars, which I thought was really interesting because uh, listeners, Mars is like the planet that gets things going. It's kind of, can some people associate it with aggression? What would you say you associate Mars with, Jesse? Like, uh, like. It's just where where, where your action's oriented. So Mars and Pisces, it's like your action, your drive is towards spirituality and towards, um, yeah, more like uniting people, uniting consciousness, oneness, stuff of that nature. To me, um, it was like art, a, like yeah, too. Yeah, like to me, it was also like uh, we both are. We probably don't want to fight, you know. Pisces don't want to fight, you know. And it's like we find a solution. Yeah, it's very fight. peaceful energy. Yeah, it is. And there was something else we had. It's also with. like it's also like it, it watches. It's someone who like looks over the underdog who like wants to like Definitely, help people. Yeah. And, <laughs> help help the suffering people for sure well what was that weird thing (laughs) yeah what was the 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 one that we both were what were you going to ask again lisa what was that that was the one i was here i can't remember what i was going to say next (laughs) because there was one like uh, ours is like just alike and you might have already yeah i I think what does that mean but what 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 if if two people that like are friends or or soulmates or whatever the it may be um and they have like the same thing on both their charts what would that mean well they, there's also the same thing as in like a lot there's she's saying like if we have yeah. the same signs at the same planets in the same signs but also there's degrees of like where the planet is up to 30 right like 30 degrees is that correct yeah 29 zero, exactly degrees so misty I, i've just i've learned that from you jesse from some of the stuff you posted and um <laughs> and it's nice. like the degrees show from, uh, you have to correct me if i'm wrong you can look at them from zero to nine and then from 10 to 19 and then from i think 20 to 29 something like that on each sign so there, there's those degrees to look at and they can tell you more details about what like for, for what I understood, say uh, Misty has a uh, Pisces. She has her uh, Mar- Pisces, Mars and Pisces. And let's say it's at 13 degrees. I'm not looking at it, but mine, let's say it's at 23 degrees. So from what I understand, yeah. hers would be two signs, two uh, 
water signs away from Pisces. So, or what, wait, yeah. So I'm trying to get this right. Like it's like, it's not Pisces, but it'd be the next water sign and then the next water sign away, right? Oh like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of like more. Get there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I would, I would be differences though in, in, in like how they, they're not identical because of those degrees. And like you said, the aspects. So there. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's still going to be similar. It's going to be a similar expression, you know, it's like little, like little changes. I mean, um, what's the name of it? I can't remember. Basically like the first, yeah. First 10, 10 degrees of, uh, a given sign is more like Pisces. It's like, what is it? It's Pisces, Pisces. And the second part is Pisces cancer. And the third part is Pisces right. Scorpio. So just, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. It's, it's not like that. Yeah. But it's yeah. not like super, I don't know. I, I haven't really, I've done hundreds of readings and I don't really, I'll never really like talk about that in the readings. Cause I, I, I think that like Mars in, in, or Venus or Mars and Pisces, it's Mars and Pisces, like to an extent, you know, I, I think that I, I look at that more for sun signs. Um, but yeah, the expression, like people who have the similar charts are gonna have like a similar expression and they're gonna, you know, get each other. Yeah. But um, sometimes yeah. op opposites crack and there's, I mean, with like friends or partnerships. Well, yeah, I guess. Either, yeah. either. Um, I would say like usually partnerships, like, cause you can also have like the same element, you know, like, um, for example, I'm a Pisces, my girlfriend's a Scorpio. They're both water signs, right? Right. So if you are like an Aries, maybe you'll like a Leo or a Sagittarius cause those are both fire with Taurus. Maybe it's Capricorn or Virgo. So there's also that, cause those are like the elements that, that really get along. So it's it's really complicated, like the whole compatibility stuff. But fun, yeah, there's there's every every combination under under the roof. Yeah. Fine well, up. you know, a lot of us. I'm sorry, Lisa. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well you know, gonna... a lot of us. <laughs> a lot of us think just alike, don't we, Lisa? Um, <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> right. But you know, like a, a lot of us, mainly that's what we want to know. Like um, every time you pick up a magazine and you open it up, I mean, there's the horoscope, you know, and and you're gonna read it and see yeah. if it matches with you know your future mate or whatever. You know, it, it, how accurate do you really think that is? What, I mean, do you think it's horrible? I mean, yeah, the, yeah <laughs> the, the stuff in the stuff in newspapers and magazines. I mean, I, I never read it. But I try not to, but it's like every astrologer, you know, talks about how that's really what gives a bad name to astrology. Yes. I mean, most yeah. of the stuff because it's it's overly simplified because astrology is so multidimensional. It's like if you were like like um I don't know something like astrophysics. If you were just and like, you know, there's so many dimensions to it. If you were just giving like a simplified, simplified, like the stuff you learn in like the first year studying that, if you were like using that as like the thing that you're talking about in the magazines about it, the astrophysicists would be like, what the hell is this? You know, yeah. this is like, yeah. this is something you learned right Nothing. away. But it's, yeah. the only reason they're saying it is because that's, that's what's easily understood by people and people, it sells magazines to think, oh, you know, but sun sign is only yeah. one, your sun sign is only a, a small part. Yeah, it's only a small part small part of your whole chart you know like someone can be an aries and have like every planet in pisces right so then how you know should they be reading for aries or pisces right 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 exactly I have a question for you so in your studies about astrology um what is the best resource you found to describe the origin of astrology or what do you feel the origin of astrology Ooh. where did it come from i mean there's a lot of theories i've read but nobody really knows <laughs> yeah you yeah i mean it's it's from the it's from the gods i mean astrology it's been if you believe in atlantis and lemuria yes. i believe it's been passed down from 
from those cultures, but I really think it's from, you know, a higher, a higher realm of existence. And, uh, it's a mystery, you know, like so many great it things is. in life are mysteries. I love that mystery. But it's definitely mm-hmm. at least, you know, Me too. yeah, it was definitely like in, in ancient days, you know, astronomy and astrology were like the same thing. And, um, it's kind of, there's been a diversion away from it, but now we're, we're coming back to it. I hope. Yeah. I thought I, I first started with palmistry and palmistry has a lot in common with astrology. Um, and as, as, you've, as you found in exploring, I'm sure you've, as you've explored other things other than astrology, you found, like you said, if you learn astrology, everything else is easier. But palmistry is the one thing I found the closest yeah. to astrology in that it just goes forever. <laughs> you know, you can learn and learn and learn and learn for like millions of lifetimes. But who figured these things out? You know, who, who thought? To right. That's to cool. Birth chart, yeah. Who thought to like look at your palms and make meanings for them? And they correspond to astrology. Which, and tarot cards, tarot cards, too. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's all like a little bit or anything. Together. Yeah. Um, so, Jesse, if you were to, you know, give our listeners, most of our listeners uh, are people who are just ex- just finding out for the first time about themselves and their spirituality or their psychic side or their intuitive side or anything like that, or working with their energy for the first time. Do you have any advice for people just starting out or even maybe a little more farther along or, I mean... Get a cat, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think that's your advice right now. She's trying so hard to distract me. She's like scratching she's okay. everything on my one. new pants. She's a good one. Oh, <laughs> get her. <laughs> oh, she's so, cute. so, yeah, she's amazing. With astrology, so I would say. You know, you always want to, I think starting with, with a book, either like the one I said, like The Inner Sky by Stephen Forrest, or if you're more, a more technical one is Horoscope Symbols by Robert Hand. That's the best way because you're going to get lost if you just like try to like learn astrology from like different, like that's the best way to start. The book will take you step by step and then you'll have a foundation to, to get the foundation, you know, and uh, you'll have like new metaphors planted in your mind about how to think of, of the representations, kind of like the ones I gave you guys earlier about like the houses and signs. It's like a lot from the, from the, from that book that I keep passing down to people. And then, you know, from that astrology is like so multidimensional where, for example, like, you know, I have Mars and Venus and Aquarius. Like I can like read a new article right now. I could go on Google and search Mars and Aquarius. I could read like a, a 15 minute article. I could watch a 45 minute YouTube video, and I'm going to be learning new stuff about, about them because astrology is not like, it's also, it's, a, it's an art and a science. So it's, it's based a lot on people's experience. So you, you want to read you know, books and, and learn in that way too, but you also need to learn by like looking, for example, is there a celebrity you know, or a friend or family, look at their chart, try to make connections in your own mind because you're going to have a different like view of what the signs and what the alignments represent than might be mainstream, right? Right, right. It's so fun. I love it. I love that so advice, fun. and that's really great. So, how, um, Jesse, where can listeners who might want to find out more about you or find your book when it gets published or your Instagram, where, where can people find you if they want to find out on your podcast? Of course, that's yeah. uh, his most excellent people. You got to listen to his podcast. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So let's go down. Let me let me let me try to think and, of um, all these I things. Will, okay. I will put all this in the description of the um in of the podcast too. So yeah. Okay, cool. You can just email me. I can send you like a list or something. Um, okay, sounds good. But okay, so Instagram's weird right now. Maybe by the time <laughs> you guys are listening to this, hopefully my main Instagram will be restored. I basically don't have it right now because I'm using some application that shows me my statistics and I don't know. So right now I have two Instagrams. It's Jesse Innocent. Astro is the main one. My name, 
will be copy and pasted here. So Jesse Innocent Astro and then Jesse Innocent Vlog. So I'm really into like traveling and I'm going to do a lot uh, in my life with traveling and not just astrology. So that one will be, you know, right now I'm using that one as my main one. So those are the two Instagrams. Um, you know, maybe add me on both. We'll, hopefully the other one's back. The podcast, um, it's with my best friend, Trey, the guy who I, you know, my, who is my roommate uh, in Boulder. It's called Jesse and Trey Podcast. We've done nine episodes so far. We just had our best episode with uh, this amazing Indian astrologer, Indian Vedic astrologer, psychic. She's psychic. Um, <laughs> and then, what am I missing? What am I missing? The book, it's not released. I have no idea if it's going to be like how I'm going to do the business side of it or like the printing or whatever. I'm sure it will be on Amazon, places like that. It's going to be called, just remember the title, Pisces live nine lives. And That's an easy one. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. I'll remember. Yeah, that the last one. name is hard. That's really great. <laughs> My last name is I I N I S A N for anyone. Wait, I I N I I S like S A N N is a Nancy. Yeah, it's such a hard last name. It's French, but it's like even for French people, it's hard to pronounce. How do you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it in French? In French, in French, it's Inizon. 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 Ooh, I and, like that. Yeah. I like it. But it's like, yeah. So that's pretty much all my stuff. Wait, and then wait, YouTube I have, also. I have, I, one, I have one last question for you before we. First, I would like to thank the sponsor. Sure. Um, our sponsor is Everclear. That is an advice app where you can get your advice from psychics and empaths. And that's where I work. And you can um, download the app and find readers and empaths who would love to help you find the guidance you need to create the life you deserve. So um, Jesse, I do have a couple of questions. So you, you said you speak three languages. Um, what are they? I have a, I'm just curious. So you speak French, I guess, right? And English. yeah, French, English, I guess, kind of. Um, <laughs> You're really good English. Yeah, yeah, Romanian too, I learned since I've come. Okay, can you say? And I, I, understand, I, understand, I understand Spanish, but I don't speak it anymore because now, now I have a favorite. It's just a long story. But... Can you say, um, can you say something like thank you for listening to this podcast in all three languages? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can try Spanish. I'll try try Spanish too. I don't know if my Spanish will be good. But yeah, um in French, merci pour uh, écouter ce podcast. In English, thank you for listening to this podcast. In Romanian, mulțumesc pentru ascultas a chess podcast. I don't know if that was perfect. And then in Spanish um, gracias, Pentru shit. <laughs> this is my Spanish. It's like <laughs> Romanian. Romanian has it, it's like gracias, por escucho. See, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I love it. Spanish, yeah, it's not too good. <laughs> Romanian, Romanian, and Spanish. Romanian and Spanish are so similar that when I really? learn Romanian, I just huh. like completely. Yeah, com- they're so similar that like. All my Spanish got like whipped over by a tidal wave, and like I'll Aww. try to speak Spanish. I say "pentru" because it's like "pentru" in, in Romania is "por" in Spanish, and like every it just doesn't work. So I can understand it, but it's it's so hard to speak it now. It's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can barely Sad. speak English, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's I just getting harder for me too. I want to thank you so much for coming and doing this. Yeah, I'd love so to have awesome. you back anytime. And if Trey, yes. your friend Trey, would like to come be on I'd the love show, to, yeah. that would be freaking fun. I'd love that. And um, I do want to talk yeah. about, uh, after the podcast. I do want to tell you, I used to, uh, I was very involved with publishing and stuff like that and stuff. I can give you some, maybe some ideas where you can take your book. But anyway, thank you so much, Misty. That'd be awesome. Thank you, so much, Jesse, and thank you so much. Listeners. Thanks, guys.
and have a great afternoon. Goodbye. Bye.